how's everyone doing this week? This is uh, BND, the banker next door with your host, Dr. Joe Berquist. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about commercial lending, and I want to talk about commercial lending from a couple different perspectives. I want to talk about it from the customer perspective, and I want to talk about it from the bank perspective. So from the customer perspective, let's say you're a small business owner and you're looking to buy your first commercial building. What is some of the information that you need to have ready at your disposal before you go into the bank? Uh, well, you know, you want to look at the property that you're looking to buy. In other words, if you're um, say you're a uh, you're a plumber and you need a 10,000 square foot warehouse because you got to store all your plumbing supplies. Uh, maybe you got to store some some equipment, some different vehicles, uh, maybe park a van or two, something inside the building. So what do you need to have there? You need to have uh, an agreement of sale for the property, uh, first and foremost. You need to have a breakdown of expenses on that property. What are, what are the taxes? What are the insurance? What's the what's called the common area maintenance? In other words, landscaping, snow removal. Uh, what are the utility costs on that particular building? Because what a bank is going to want to do is they're going to want to analyze those expenses. They're going to want to analyze the overall cash flow of the property to try to determine, can you afford the loan that they're about to give you? So you want to have a breakdown of information on the property that includes an agreement of sale and also have expenses. You also want to have any type of income information on the property. Say you're not going to um, occupy 100% of the property. Maybe you're going to operate, maybe you're going to occupy, you know, 60% uh, of it or 70% of it. You have another tenant in the building. Well, you're going to want to get a copy of the lease from that tenant uh, so that, again, you can, you can um, confirm that income for the bank. Uh, aside from the property information, what other information should you have? Well, if you have a business, you should have three years of tax returns for that business. Uh, for yourself personally, you should also have three years of tax returns for yourself for your personal tax returns. Um, what else is a bank? What else might a bank ask for on top of that? Well, you're probably going to have to sign a commercial loan application. You're probably going to have to fill that out for the bank. Uh, the bank needs that as part of reporting, as part of the loan package. Uh, a lot of times they're going to need that in order to be able to, that's the official document you're going to have to sign in order for them to be able to pull a credit report on you when they're doing their, their underwriting and there is part of their due diligence. Um, you're also, most importantly, I would say, you're going to have to fill out what's called a personal financial statement for the bank. Uh, what is a personal financial statement? Well, uh, in, in a rudimentary terms, a uh, personal financial statement could be considered as, as your uh, adult report card. Um, for anybody that's ever uh, maybe listened to uh, Robert Kiyosaki or read any of Robert Kiyosaki's books, um, he talks a lot about you know having the personal financial statement, uh, making sure that that's always something that you you monitor and you keep track of year in and year out, because um, you have to keep track. You have to monitor what are, what are your assets and your liabilities. How do you know what your net worth is? Um, you know you have to kind of track what you're doing. How you know what kind of progress are you making year in and year out? Um, and this is all part of, you know, what the banker is going to look at when they take you into consideration. They have to look at you from a personal perspective. They have to look at you from a business perspective. And then finally, they have to look at the real estate that they're financing. What is that? What does that cash flow look like? If your business is going to be the tenant in that building, you know, can your business afford to pay the rent, which is ultimately going to pay the mortgage on that property? 
So that kind of encompasses the initial package you want to have together. So three years tax returns, three years of business tax returns, if I should say, if you file those separately, um, you know, if you have an S corp, something like that, uh, you know, sometimes an LLC, if it's like a single member LLC, sometimes that can be, you know, filed uh, under like a schedule C, uh, something along those lines, or if you're a sole proprietorship, it would certainly be filed under your schedule C on your personal return. Um, but we'll kind of we'll kind of save that those those items for a different time. Right now, I just want you to focus on making sure you have your tax returns all together. You have the property information all together. Now, notice that I said at the very beginning, you want to have a you want to have the the signed um, agreement of sale on the property. And why do you want to have the signed agreement of sale? Well, the bank is not in the commercial world. A commercial banker is not going to move forward with underwriting that transaction until you have an agreement of sale in place on the subject property that you're looking to buy. Um, a lot of that just has to do with, you know, uh, you know, if, if you don't have it under agreement, like how's the bank supposed to know if the deal is going to, to come to fruition, how they know it's going to happen, how they know that they're not just going to kind of spin their wheels and waste a lot of time. And that, you know, not knowing if, if that deal is actually going to come together at the end of the day and the two parties are going to agree on something. So that's part of it. Uh, a very common question that gets asked a lot of times uh, in the residential world, it's very common for, you know, someone goes out, uh, you know, um, husband and wife, for example, might go out and they might say, hey, we want to buy a house today. And they go to a mortgage banker and they get the they get a pre-approval letter and then they go meet with the realtor and say, hey, here's our pre-approval letter. And we, they fought a bunch of initial paperwork for the realtor and then they go and then they go and start shopping for houses based on the level of. Uh, financing that they've been pre-approved for. Um, the commercial world doesn't really work like that. There is, there really is no such thing as a pre-approval in the commercial world. Um, basically, you're going to go get uh, that property under agreement. Uh, the bank's going to come back. They're going to take a look at the deal. They're going to underwrite it, and they're going to determine, okay, can we do this now? Uh, and again, not with getting too far off track. Uh, you're going to in in every agreement of sale, whether it's the residential world or the commercial world. You're going to have certain contingencies built in there. You're going to have a mortgage contingency built in there. You're going to have due diligence built in there. Um, in the commercial world, it's going to be very typical to have environmental uh, terms and conditions in there to make sure that there's not any kind of environmental issues um, on the property. So that so that's basically what's happening there, and that's the part of the initial uh, package that you want to have together. So you kind of get that into the bank. Um, and then you go there. Now, now, what's going to happen as you go through that process with the bank? Well, you're going to have a couple of weeks of underwriting. They're going to take place. Bank's going to pull a credit report on you. They're going to put together all their cash flows and look at the loan to value on the property. And then, then they'll, they'll, they should issue you some kind of term sheet, which basically lays out all the terms and conditions on the loan. And they'll basically go over that with you and say, hey, you know, this is the deal we think we can get approved. Are you okay with this? Um, you know, any objections, you know, things, things that you might be concerned about at that, that's the point where you'll, the banker will generally walk through, uh, the different terms with you and go through and try to address any issues or concerns that you may have. Uh, but provided that everything looks good, you give the banker the thumbs up, then the bank is basically going to take that back in either to their chief lending officer or to a loan committee of some kind, you know, based on the size of the loan and the, uh, the internal, um, uh, kind of approval guidelines that are that are in that particular bank, and then they'll get the loan approved. And then once the loan's 
approved, the commercial loan officer will then come back, prepare a commitment letter to you, issue you that commitment letter. And based on the based on all the conditions outlined in that commitment letter, you then go and start to get everything together for settlement. At that point, you're uh, they're going to order the title insurance from the title company, order appraisals, order whatever environmental report may be required. Sometimes you can do an environmental screen. Sometimes you can do a uh, what's kind of what sometimes you have to do what's called a, fa a full blown environmental phase one report. Uh, if there are issues there that could lead with, to what's called a phase two report. And uh, we'll actually get into environmental uh, in, a, in a separate uh, podcast episode here. I've actually got some really good people, some environmental experts that I'm going to bring in to interview when we discuss that whole topic. Um, so after the loan's approved, generally an appraisal is going to take in, I would imagine in most places in the country, it's probably going to probably going to take about three or four weeks. Uh, Some places might, might even take five weeks to get a commercial appraisal back. But that appraisal will say, say for argument's sake, say it comes back in four weeks. So, and then you generally have to wait a couple weeks for uh, the the uh, title reports to get done. You generally have to wait two, three weeks for, say, an environmental report to be completed. So, all in, how long is this process going to take? And I think in a normal situation, that should, process should take about five to six weeks uh, from start to finish to get completed. And you know, then you're gonna you're gonna basically go to settlement. You're gonna do a settlement. The bank's gonna have bring in a package of paperwork. You're gonna sign that paperwork, and and voila, you're 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 all done. You are now officially uh, an owner of a piece of commercial real estate. <laughs> and uh, again, in in a you know, we'll get into again later on another uh, another podcast episode. We'll kind of get into a little bit more uh, property management guidelines. So. That's what you. That's what the. That's what basically a small business owner needs to be prepared for. What What are some of the other things that a small business owner should be prepared for? Well, depending on the type of business that you have, depending on when you file your tax return. Like in other words, not every company has a calendar year. In other words, a twelve thirty one fiscal year end. Some companies they they have a uh, June thirtieth, or maybe they have a September. Or I'm sorry, or yeah, maybe September thirtieth fiscal year end. So if that's the case, then you definitely want to have some type of internal financial numbers. A lot of times QuickBooks is fine. Uh, that'll work very good in there. And you can just you can just uh, print out kind of year to date QuickBook numbers, QuickBook numbers, which the bank would ask for. Uh, you should also be prepared for in terms of QuickBooks to issue some kind of uh, if they if, for example, if they need an inventory list, if they need accounts receivable, accounts payable. Um, these are all all you know d different reports that that you should be ready and prepared to uh, come up with basically if the bank needs that as part of their underwriting for the loan. So that's that's basically for the small business owner and what the small business owner should be concerned with. On the banker side, you know what is it, what is the bank looking at? Uh, first and foremost, a bank is looking at your cash flow. The bank wants to know at the end of the day, do you have the money to repay them? For the loan that they're about to give you, that is that is absolutely number one first concern of any banker out there. Um, you know, a lot of people always ask for collateral. You know, obviously collateral is super important. It's one of the five C's of credit, and collateral is always something that every bank takes into consideration and 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 looks at. You know, we you know do we have enough collateral here to justify making this loan? Um, but I, I think it's also very important to note that banks are not you know, banks are not landlords. Banks do not want to own real estate. I can't, I can't stress hard enough how many times in my career I've, I've told uh, customers that, you know, the, the bank does not want to own your real estate. The bank has zero interest in owning your real estate. What the bank wants is the bank wants to lend their money 
and they want to get paid back and they want to make a return on that money that they uh, lent out based on various risk parameters that the bank has set up internally within the bank. Um, you know, a lot of people have also asked about pricing, you know, well, what, well, what about interest rates? You know, how, how does an interest rate get determined on a commercial property? Well, sometimes that can be a little difficult to answer because there are some uh, there's some properties that are far riskier than others. It also depends on the market economics of what's happening. Like in other words, right now, I would say lending on industrial property is probably a fair bet. Lending on an apartment building right now is probably a fair bet. Probably not going to have too many problems or run into too many issues there. However, if you're if you're coming to finance a retail property, maybe a small mom and pop retail strip center, or maybe you're looking to um, you know, finance an office building right now. Those are some things, th those are some property types that banks might view as far more risky and may not be as as uh, quick to lend on that. And if they are willing to lend on it, a lot of times they're probably gonna come back and say, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna charge you a little bit more um, interest rate here in order to, to justify doing this because it becomes a, a risk reward scenario. You know, the more risk you're taking, the more reward you should get for it. Um, so that's in, in terms. So that's in terms. So basically, a uh, you know a, a banker is looking for. They're looking for cash flow. They're looking for collateral. They're looking at credit. Uh, they're looking at character. You know what is it? You know you know what type of character are you? Have you been running your business for a long time? Are you a person that is established in the local community? Uh, do you have a network of people? Uh, maybe you know maybe you you've done a lot of networking over the years. Uh, maybe you're involved in certain nonprofits or different things in the local community. Um, in other words, you do you have ties? Do you have roots down in the community? Do, does you know does a banker have to worry that uh, one day they're going to wake up and you're not going to be there anymore? So uh, things like that, you know, you know, those are, but those are, are kind of some quick, uh, interesting things that hope, hopefully you, you would look at and consider. Um, but again, just to recap, you know, you want to have a package together for the bank when, you when you're ready to come in and go for that commercial loan. Uh, the bank is going to want to analyze, like I said, your, your, your personal situation. They're going to want to analyze your business and they're going to want to analyze the property uh, to make sure that there's enough cash flow there to repay whatever loan they're considering to give you. And to also make sure that there's enough collateral in place to secure the loan. Um, and then finally, again, from the banker's perspective, you know, they just want to go through and do a lot of due diligence and do a thorough job and make sure that they're going to make a good loan for the for the loan portfolio, a loan that's going to get repaid um, and a loan that's going to perform well for the bank. So, uh, again, uh, hopefully there, there's uh, there's a lot of different things uh, going on there. I would love to uh, uh, you know get back in some some future podcasts. We're going to get into uh, appraisals, environmental reports, title insurance. Um, I'll have I'll bring in all I'll bring in you know different uh, guests to talk on all those different topics. And um, uh, but that's pretty much it for right now. So again, hope you hope you enjoyed this. Uh, podcast episode here at BND, and I will see you again soon.